Welcome back to the Vessel Podcast, where we discuss the highs and sometimes lows of getting to know God. I am your host, Leanne, and we're back for another great episode, uh, season three, episode eight. We're going to be talking about the power of a praying grandmother. And I have uh, asked my dear friend from college. You guys know I love all of my college friends, so I had to bring it back um, to one of my good buddies uh, from college. He'll be on and giving his uh, his his journey, really his faith journey of, of, of kind of how he grew up and, and and how that has helped him to shape him into the man that he is today. So I'm looking forward uh, to the conversation. It's a good one. And I hope my listeners um, out there enjoy it just as much as I did. So uh, just sit back, relax and get ready to enjoy. But before we get to the episode, I want to do a quick wellness check. I hope that you are engaging in some self-care at some point this week. You know, do something for yourself, do something for someone else. Um, and just enjoy your time here. Don't don't work it all to death. Uh, just enjoy some of the time that God has granted you. Um, and just say one thing that you're grateful for. Um, one thing that I'm trying to get in the in the habit of is acknowledging the things that I'm grateful for, the things I'm thankful for in my life, because it's really easy to get caught up in our day to day and take things for granted. Um, but just again, remember to acknowledge those blessings in your life and enjoy the moments that God has granted uh, each of you. But without further ado, let's get to this episode, man. All right, we're back with a very special and interesting uh guest today on the vessel we have my dear friend jacorius o'liner uh aka liner boy aka lb aka president liner man what's up liner welcome to the vessel hey what's up lee what's up baby what's up i'm excited to be here i'm excited <laughs> to be here okay i guess your future's so bright you had to put sunglasses on yeah yeah i saw some people record on podcasts and they always be trying to be fly so i'm just I trying I ain't, mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Well, listen, okay, so today um, I just wanted to talk with you. You know, Lana and I go way back um, to like what, 09, something like that. Um, came to the W, and I think you came to the W and wrecked the place and then left. And um, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> me and I left. <laughs> okay, well, that too, we'll get to that uh, later. <laughs> But Liner holds a very special place in my heart. I can't seem to get rid of him. So I think this is a lifetime friendship. Well, no, I don't think. I know it's a lifetime friendship. I, I go to war for Liner, even if I had to fight him first. But um, he's, <laughs> For sure. He's, yeah, he, he's, he's very special to me. So I wanted to bring him on so we could talk a little bit about his journey. Because, you know, with the vessel, what I've been doing is just talking about lived experiences and how God has really been a part of our lives, both good and bad, um, you know, and just talk about our journeys because we all have one. And so I know that you are a believer in, in God and I know, um, you know, a little bit about your journey, but just wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of tell your story in a way that can help somebody else. So um, one thing I know for sure, this episode is called The Power of a Praying Grandmother. So I know you talk often about your grandmother and the influence she's had on your life. So we're going to get to that. But before we do that, I want to lay some foundation for, for the listeners. So I want to give you an opportunity to kind of open up and talk about like where your faith journey started. And then also if there were some turning points uh, along the way. 
Yeah, well, I, I first want to say I'm super excited to be here, uh, to have this opportunity. I've been trying to be on here for a <laughs> long time, and our schedule's just been conflicting. And so yeah. we had this opportunity um, to talk about my journey and my story. Uh, I don't, I don't take it for granted. But um, to answer your question, my faith journey started at a very early age. Um, I make no mistake about the impact my grandmother had on my life. And a part of that impact um, was her um, commitment to Christ and her faith journey. And she instilled principles and core values in me. And those core values have allowed for me to become the man I am today. Um, but my faith journey started when I was a kid. Um, I absolutely loved church. I loved God. When the doors opened, I was there. Uh, my grandmother took me to prayer service. She took me to Bible study. She took me to every program, Women's Day, uh, <laughs> Usher Day, Quad Day. It didn't matter. I was there with my grandmother sitting on the front pew, listening and um, becoming so ingrained in the word of God. And I'll tell you an interesting story. My faith journey literally started um, with uh, Ephesians 6. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that thee and thou may have lived long on the earth. And my grandmother told me that's, that, that scripture in her bed. That was the first scripture I ever learned. Yeah. And what she was trying to instill in me is, son, you need to respect your parents. You need to honor them. And you need to be obedient. You need to listen. And, uh, and God will grant you a long life. And, uh, and I've stuck by those things, which is why I'm the respectable uh, young man that I am. But yeah, that's when my faith journey started. My, I mean, my grandmother, um, my grandmother taking me to church, buying me a suit, spending her last yeah. uh, to make sure that I at least look nice. And, and, and it looked nice, I felt good. And then feeling good, I was ready and prepared to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, so yeah. Awesome. So is it safe to say that I ask this question often to my guests, is it safe to say that you own your faith or was it given to you by someone? Uh, I, I think the, the, the foundational principles um, was laid for me to pursue my own faith. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do I own it? Absolutely. Do I have authority over it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I don't know if the relationship that I have with God uh, and the belief and my faith journey and my faith walk, I don't know it, that it would be what it is had it not been for my grandmother. Yeah, that's awesome. I think we all, uh, many of us can have that same story about the impact that whether it's our parents or our grandparents um, have on, I can remember, you know, both of my grandmothers are deceased now, but I know that I'm here and where I am because of the prayers they prayed a long time ago for me. And I stand boldly on those prayers uh, daily because I know that I am my grandparents' wildest dreams. Like to see what I'm doing and, and all of these things now, I think that I could say, you know, I think they would be proud uh, of where I am, but it's because of them and what they laid. I, th I think you're right on laying the foundation uh, to be where we are in our journeys uh, has a lot to do with that. Now for us, that's a positive thing, but for others, that may not be the best situation. You know, it, it, it may not be the best foundation, but it was an introduction to God in some capacity. Um, so anyway, so as we can continue on, you made that sound real nice, real fluffy. God is great. My grandmother introduced me and that's, that's, that's great. But talk to us about challenges. So what challenges have you had along the way on your faith journey? You know, it was easy. 
serving God, mm-hmm. giving him everything that you had as a kid, because you knew um, that the only way to be something, the only way to have an impact in the world is that you had to believe in a higher deity. And, uh, and so it was, so doing it as a kid and, and your faith journey as a kid growing up was, was way far easier uh, than it is now. Uh, because now you have so many uh, impediments to that journey, right? And I'm talking about trying to be a young man in a world uh, that's trying to paint you as something else, right? Trying to impress your friends, trying to impress people that oftentimes doesn't have the same faith, or doesn't have the same belief, or may have the belief but doesn't understand the journey, may have the belief but don't understand the process. And so the challenges are, 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 are way far. Um, and I'm talking about challenges with just trying to be yourself, right? Um, and that's what I've experienced even in college and, and as I've transitioned from college and, 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 and you know, into being a professional and now an elected official, uh, it's very difficult because mind you, I have friends, um, you know, that I grew up with that are, that are my day one guys, man. I mean, these guys believe in God, but they ain't, they ain't in it like I'm, I'm in it, man. Uh, they ain't praying, man, like I'm praying. They ain't reading the Bible like I'm be- reading the Bible. And not that God is not the source, uh, but they just not in the process. And so uh, so imagine trying to maintain those same relationships, yeah. do all the things that they're doing, right? But then you're still trying to have this faith walk. It is extremely and profoundly difficult. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. But um, I'm just of the belief I'm unapologetic about what God means to me. Uh, because I am nothing without him. I mean, I don't sit here today being the man that I am today without God. Uh, I don't sit here being the man that I am today without his, uh, all right. But yeah, so I'm sorry about that. But yeah, you don't become what you are without that, without your faith in God. But the challenges are, are, I mean, Leanne, the challenges are, the challenges are tough. Challenges are supremely tough, but, um, but you know, the interesting thing, what keeps me grounded is that I, I have the unique opportunity to go and sit down with my grandmother all the time. And I'm, she cooks me breakfast, she cooks me lunch. Oftentimes she cooks me dinner. And uh, she always talks about God and church. And it, it is times when we sit there and talk about, I'm like, grandmother, tell me how you've lived to be 88 years of age yeah. and good health. Uh, no cancer, no dementia. You just got arthritis and diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. And uh, and she always tells me that her faith in God has has never wavered. And she said, I have always treated people right. Um, so that keeps me grounded um, in a world full of so many challenges. Um, because being young, it's not easy serving God. Yeah. Because you have so many opportunities at being distracted. Um, and it's, it can be distraction that is initiated by you, but it's also more than anything is distraction initiated by your own perception of what you should be in a world where people are trying to tell you what you should be. Right. So, uh, so it's, so, so you have two, you know, you have those intrinsic distractions, but then you have those extrinsic distractions. So 
uh, learning how to navigate those things and not losing who you really are is something that I'm still perfecting every single day. It's a work in progress, but make no mistake about it. I can go to the four corners of the earth. God is my source of everything. Yeah. And I make no mistake about it. I pray throughout the day. I meditate throughout the day. I have five and six playlists full of contemporary gospel. When I'm traveling in my vehicle, I worship God all the time. I don't want to hear nothing but gospel. Um, so <laughs> that's how I am, man. But yeah, but these challenges are, 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 are far great. But the responsibility to be what God has destined you to be is far greater than any challenge that I could ever think of and ever could imagine. Yeah, I, I think you. I think you definitely make some 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 great points. I think one of the things that um, with with this platform, with being the vessel, um, my in in consideration of even doing this was consideration for my peers, for myself, and where I was in my faith journey. It is difficult. It is hard. It is challenging, because our generation. Um, you know, we now are looking back at our parents and their parents and the things that they were taught. We're we challenging those thoughts now. You know, some things don't make sense to us, especially when we talk about church and things like that, processes of church, traditions of church. And so we question that. But the key to all of this, though, is figuring out who God is to you as an individual. And that's why I ask the question. I always pose the question, do you own your faith? Or was it handed down to you? And I think that it's important that we ask ourselves that so that we can build our own personal relationships with, with God, um, because that's the only way to get through all of this. When you have those tough questions, God will meet you where you are. You know, you that's the beauty are. of it. Meet you where you are. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a good fundamental question. Do you own your faith? And I'm going to tell you something, to be honest. Oftentimes, those foundational principles are built but when you begin to develop your own perception and paradigms in your head of what God means to you, oftentimes it's not necessarily in line with those foundational principles. So then you ask yourself the question, right? And I'm, am, am I going to continue to conform to these foundational principles that says I should be this traditionalism and all of this? Or am I going to be unapologetic me? Yeah. And establish my own relationship with God, understanding as you so eloquently said it. Yeah. God is going to meet me where I am. That's it. That's it. And that's why I love God so much is that we can be broken. We can be troubled. We can be just in a space, a dark space, and he will meet you right there in the middle right there um, you are. Right and, there and you won't are. hold anything against you. You know, oh. Oh. Um, so he oh. just wants a pure oh. heart. Yeah. Great favor is unmatched. Yeah. And I, I say it often is, you know, God grants us grace. We can't you know, earn it. We don't deserve it, but he gives it to us freely. Oh, yeah. It's his gift to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm grateful for that because I need it. Every now and again, I need it, you know? So, um, all right. So we've talked a little bit about um, the impact your grandmother has had on your faith journeys. But talk to me, if you think back over your life, can you remember a time where you've been tapped by God to be a vessel to someone else? Like to kind of just help someone along their journey or had an encounter with someone that where your faith has impacted them in some capacity? That was just one time, Leanne, I remember so clearly for Mother's Day. So every year at my at my church, Changing Your World Ministries, uh, my uh, I'm a pastor um, gives me the opportunity to address the congregation, to speak at the, at the Mother's Day service. And uh, this one particular year, I was and I was meditating and and just asking God what would be appropriate for me the um, to me to tell those wonderful mothers that 
and um, and 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 you ask the question, and it's me sitting here thinking, and I don't even realize that God was using me as a vessel at that particular time. Um, and um, I came from the scripture uh, when Daniel was in the lion's den, yeah. and uh, and I think the subtitle, if I can remember, remember my recollection that always always served me well. Um, uh, purpose is in the dungeon. That was the title. Purpose was in the dungeon. Um, and, and what I was trying to articulate to those mothers, um, and, and God was just using me as a felso, yeah. that your purpose, and we're talking, let, let, let's contextualize this now. Okay. These are single family mothers of low socioeconomic status. They've been subjected to abject poverty. Um, they're in communities riddled with crime. Uh, that the children are exposed to adverse risk behaviors, um, whether it's their daughters who are who are having to deal with with, with teen pregnancy, and the, the, if their sons having to deal with drugs and alcohol and all of these things, right? On top of the fact of an absent father, so you're dealing with all of these things, and then the mother working two and three jobs just to make ends meet yeah. is it, 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 supremely traumatic. And all I wanted them to understand on that particular day was that your purpose is in the dungeon, right? Like if God can take you in it, yeah. put you in it, he can bring you through it. But, but there's no way you can circumvent the dungeon. Mm -hmm. There's no way to circumvent it. You got to go through it. And I just wanted them to understand that even though your story may be traumatic, you inspire somebody. Even that your trials may be supremely profound, you are ins inspiring another mother who, who, who's on the brink of giving up. Yeah. And I just want you to stay in the dungeon, right? And so even that, I, that alone there, God was using me as a vessel to inspire mothers because guess what? My mother had endured the same pain, yeah. the same trauma, the same trying experiences, but she stayed in the dungeon. And all I wanted mothers to understand on that particular evening, that there is purpose in your life far greater than yourself, but you gotta stay in the dungeon. And just the other day, well, a few weeks ago, a dear friend of mine passed away. His name was Bishop Sparks, right? And watch this revelation, right? His name was Bishop Sparks. The, the, the pastor who was eulogizing Bishop Sparks he had three, he had three things that he wanted to leave us with. He said, you got a responsibility to stay in combat, right? Mm -hmm. You got to be consistent in combat. And then you got to complete the process, yeah. right? And that goes right along with the, the same message I was trying to give mothers. You got to stay in combat. You got to be consistent in combat and you yeah. got to complete the process. So that's just a very, a, a very intriguing story that I thought of where God was using me as a vessel um, and using me to show mothers that my mother did it, my mother overcame it, and so can you, and I'm a product. There you go. Look at you, inspiring folk. That's what you do, man. That's what you do. Yeah. That reminds me of when you were in that pageant. <laughs> you were in that pageant, and you came out there, boy, for your talent. They didn't know what you was going to do. I had to, I was like, y'all just get ready. Y'all going to enjoy this. And you came out there and gave us a word. You hear me? A word. Yeah, I remember. And you know yeah. what I told those folks there? I say you have a responsibility to pay it for, right? That's Once right. You, you got a responsibility to reach back. You got to throw, you got to reach back. I remember that. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, 
I'm telling you, man. Hey, I, I believe that you are probably one of the most misunderstood individuals uh, around. I'm telling you. People don't know what to make of you, Jacorius, you know, and, and I love that about you, you know, I really do. I think that's why I stuck around so long, man. You 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 really are a, a special, special person, so uh, in, in the best ways, but That means right. the world to me. That means the world to me, Lee. Mm -hmm. Talk to me. Talk okay. to me. All right, see. <laughs> All right, okay, so as we're rounding out this conversation, I think this has been good. I think you've dropped some jewels on this um, through your journey and your story. So I know you're about to hit the big 3-0 next Ooh, month, right? Don't remind me. My guy about to be 30. <laughs> you've been a youngster to me for a long time, but now you're about to join me in the ranks of the 30s, okay? Yeah. Uh, so as you think about or as you approach your 30th birthday next month, what has been probably the most valuable lesson you've learned in your life thus far? The most valuable lesson I've learned yes. thus far in my life. Oh man, Lee. That's, 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 that's tough, ain't it? Yeah, that's a tough one. The most valuable lesson I've learned in my life um, I'll tell you the most valuable lesson I learned in my life. One of the most uh, valuable lessons I've learned in my life is that purpose is undefeated. Mm -hmm. uh, um, that destiny is uncompromised. And that God's responsibility for you in the earth mm -hmm. will come to pass some way, somehow. And I think more than anything, that's what I've learned. And, and I'm gonna tell you why that's important to me. You like purpose is undefeated. I've had some trying times in my life, man, where you question yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and I, can, I can remember back when I even went to college, I've always thought highly of myself. I've always thought that I had the jewels. Self-confidence was, was never an impediment of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, it was actually uh, one of those attributes uh, that really propelled me to greatness, right? That I'm resilient, I know how to persevere, I'm tenacious, yeah. and I'm just unrelenting in my effort. But the W, man, the W had me questioning, questioning a lot of that for a lot of reasons, um, especially considering the fact that I, that I believed and, and, and proven that I was supremely talented and had a lot to offer this university, had a lot to offer the school, and I never got the opportunities. Um, and a lot of the wounds were self-inflicted, make no mistake about it, I'm accountable for that. Um, but when you're in that moment back then, you don't understand how accountability plays a role in any of that. So you really questioning yourself, you know, I, I, I think you really remember the times I told you, Leanne, I'm gonna transfer to Oxford, man. I'm gonna get the hell out the W, man. Cause this ain't working for me. Just time and time again, I'm getting yeah. told no. I mean, this door closed. Uh, you have people that are looking in your face who were in leadership positions at the time uh, tell me to apply for something. And, and, and I go and think that I do a damn good job at the interview. And then the next thing you know, they don't even give me an opportunity, right? And so that, that I, it was trying for me, right? And so you're like, you know what? My goodness, what do I do? But then I leave the W, graduate, transition to Mississippi State, and then I begin to flourish. So all I'm trying to say is, and what I've learned over the course of, 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 of my, from, from 20 to 30, these, these past 10 years, yeah. as I approach 30, 
purpose is truly undefeated. And God's timing might not be your timing, but that doesn't mean God's timing is finished because your timing ain't in line with God's timing. You just gotta trust the process. And I started to trust the process. I didn't leave the W, thank God I didn't. I didn't leave. I buckled down. I may not have had the opportunities that I that I did, thought I needed to have or should have had, but guess what? Those trials and tribulations were preparing me for an opportunity knocked at the door at Mississippi State University. And I am what I am today. A lot of the success that I'm having in my life in terms of the research in the research world, the grant making world, all of that stuff is because of the success and opportunities that I had at Mississippi State. But what if I had abandoned the process by leaving the W, transferring the old Miss because things weren't working out the way they, the way I thought that they should. On top of the fact that I've made some amazing friends like yourself, right? So I'm just fortunate. Yeah. I'm grateful. And as I approach the uh, 30 years of age, I mean, I got a lot to be thankful for. Make no mistake about it. Um, but, but more than anything, one of the things I learned and I and I'll I'll take as I transition to 30 is that purpose is undefeated. And what God has for you is for you, but you got to stay in combat. You got to be consistent in combat. That's right. And you got to complete the process. Even if the process ain't in your favor. Ooh. That Ooh, that's fire there. That's fire. So purpose yeah. is undefeated. I love that. Yeah, and I think that is, uh, that's a, that's a good closing note because, um, many times we spend so, so much of our life trying to figure out what our purpose is instead of staying the course, you know what, you know what, you know, you pray about it, you pray, you ask God, God revealed my purpose to me. What am I supposed to be doing? And a lot of times now we are in this microwave generation where we want things right then, right there, quick and easy. And like you just said, you can't abandon the process because the process is all a part of the end goal and making it even more better, even, even, you know, sweeter in the end when you reach those goals. Um, because I'll tell you, you know, what I thought I wanted in life, God has opened a door, many doors that I could have never imagined for myself um, at this stage in my life. You know, I, I, I don't, I, that is not lost on me, what God has done for me. And, you know, in moments where I feel like I didn't even deserve it, and here I am, I, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful. And a part of that is, is a grateful attitude through it all and just buckling down and getting through it. I mean, I think that's a, that's a very much a valuable lesson uh, for anyone to take. It's just stay the course. I agree. Yeah. And you know what else keeps me inspired? On the other side of tragedy is triumph. Yeah. And I always keep, you know, a lot of times people go through, go through tragedy and they seem so down. They're down on their luck. They, they, just, they just seem like they're out of it. But I always keep in the back of my mind that victory is on the horizon. Yeah. But you can't abandon the process. That's good. And victory has always, has always inspired me. The, the, the prospects of victory yeah. has always inspired me. And so, um, but yeah, tragedy is only for a little while. That's um, it. I stay in the process. So um, as I go to 30, I want from 30 to 40 to be me committing myself to the process. Uh, whether that's good, uh, whether that's bad, I want to stay in the process. I want to stay in the fight. Yeah. And I know that what it, what God has for me is absolutely for me, and that purpose is not only undefeated, but purpose has zero losses. I love it. And with that, you know, I think that's a good closing, good wrap up. 
Um, I want to thank you for spending a little time with me. I know you're a busy man, clearly, because your phone does not stop yeah, ringing. Yeah, man, I'm gonna be uh, here. I'm gonna be here at the office till probably about three in the morning. I gotta finish a grant, man. So that's what I'm gonna be doing. Crazy. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely, absolutely. And I can't wait to come to the studio. So whenever you come up with something else, I'll be excited to go. To for sure, we're gonna have a part two. I, I got some things <laughs> planned for the studio, so I'm just trying to get my setup right how I want it because I wanted to be right when I when I roll it out. So, right. <laughs> so yeah, so you'll definitely be on the VIP list to come come chop it up in the studio with me. That worked. That All right, Corey, I appreciate you, man. Love, love you. Anytime. Love you too. Peace. Take it easy. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Vessel Podcast. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and click that subscribe button so that you're notified of all the new episodes. And remember, God is love. Peace.